No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we continue our study of the sanctuary as God gives Moses instructions for building the structure of the tabernacle along with the mysterious veil. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Exodus chapter 26 on Simply the Bible. As Moses was on top of Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights, the Lord gave him the instructions for building the tabernacle. The tabernacle was really a tent with two layers of inner coverings and two layers of outer coverings. These had four functions. One, to conceal the tabernacle from the eyes of curious onlookers. Two, to give the tabernacle the appearance of a tent. Three, to increase its inner beauty, for the curtains of the tabernacle were seen from the inside. And four, to protect the tabernacle from rain, wind, and the sands of the desert. We pick it up in Exodus chapter 26. Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine woven linen and blue, purple, and scarlet thread with artistic designs of cherubim. You shall weave them. The length of each curtain shall be 28 cubits and the width of each curtain four cubits. And every one of the curtains shall have the same measurements. Five curtains shall be coupled to one another, and the other five curtains shall be coupled to one another. And you shall make loops of blue yarn on the edge of the curtain on the selvage of one set, and likewise you shall do on the other edge of the other curtain of the second set. Fifty loops you shall make in the one curtain, and fifty loops you shall make on the edge of the curtain that is on the end of the second set, that the loops may be clasped to one another. And you shall make fifty clasps of gold and couple the curtains together with the clasps so that it may be one tabernacle. The inner covering consisted of two sections of five curtains each that would all be connected to form one large covering 60 feet long and 42 feet wide. The material was fine woven linen with blue, purple, and scarlet thread. Even the colors were significant because blue represents heaven and purple represents royalty and red is the color of redemption. God built beauty into the walls and ceiling of the tabernacle with the colors and also with the cherubim embroidered on the curtains. These artistic images did not violate the first commandment not to make any graven images because they were not worshipped. Rather, they were made for God's glory. The cherubim on the curtains pictured the cherubim around the throne of God. Verse 7, You shall also make curtains of goat's hair to be a tent over the tabernacle. You shall make 11 curtains. The length of each curtain shall be 30 cubits and the width of each curtain four cubits, and the eleven curtains shall all have the same measurements. And you shall couple five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves, and you shall double over the sixth curtain at the forefront of the tent. You shall make fifty loops on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in one set, and fifty loops on the edge of the curtain of the second set. 
and you shall make 50 bronze clasps, put the clasps into the loops, and couple the tent together that it may be one. The remnant that remains of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains, shall hang over the back of the tabernacle, and a cubit on one side and a cubit on the other side of what remains of the length of the curtains of the tent shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle on this side and on that side to cover it. The second covering was made of goat's hair, which was usually black. These curtains were three feet longer than the linen curtains, so they would extend 18 inches further than the linen curtains on each side. They had an additional set of curtains so that when all 11 sections were connected, the covering was 66 feet long from front to back. The additional length provided enough material to double it over at the front of the tabernacle, and in the rear it extended three feet beyond the linen curtains, thus protecting them. Verse 14, You shall also make a covering of ram skins dyed red for the tent and a covering of badger skins above that. Although not specified, these outer coverings are probably the same dimensions as the goat's hair curtains to cover them. That would complete the four layers and would waterproof the tent. Verse 15, And for the tabernacle you shall make the boards of acacia wood standing upright. Ten cubits shall be the length of a board, and a cubit and a half shall be the width of each board. Two tenons shall be in each board for binding one to another. Thus you shall make for all the boards of the tabernacle. And you shall make the boards for the tabernacle, 20 boards for the south side. You shall make 40 sockets of silver under the 20 boards. Two sockets under each of the boards for its two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle, the north side, there shall be 20 boards. And there are 40 sockets of silver, two sockets under each of the boards. For the far side of the tabernacle, westward, you shall make six boards. And you shall also make two boards for the two back corners of the tabernacle. They shall be coupled together at the bottom, and they shall be coupled together at the top by one ring. Thus it shall be for both of them. They shall be for the two corners. So there shall be eight boards with their sockets of silver, 16 sockets, two sockets under each of the boards. Very descriptive, very wordy, but again, God is giving all of the detailed instructions to Moses without the benefit of a blueprint. Each board was made of acacia wood and covered in gold. They were 15 feet tall and two feet, three inches wide. The north and south, the long sides, were 45 feet and the west side was 15 feet. The door would be on the east side. Each board had two tenons or projecting pieces at the bottom that would fit snugly into two silver sockets. This held the boards upright and bound them to each other. There were two additional boards at the back corners to provide added structural support. And you shall make bars of acacia wood, five for the boards on one side of the tabernacle, five bars for the boards on the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the side of the tabernacle for the far side westward. The middle bar shall pass through the midst of the boards from end to end. You shall overlay the boards with gold, make their rings of gold as holders for the bars, and overlay the bars with gold. And you shall raise up the tabernacle according to its pattern, which you were shown on the mountain. 
Holding all the boards together were five bars on each of the three sides. These were also made of acacia wood and overlaid with gold. Four bars would be on the outside of the boards and supported with rings. The middle bar would pass through the center of all the boards from end to end. As with the Ark of the Covenant, table of showbread, and gold lampstand, Moses was to build everything according to the pattern that the Lord showed him on the mountain. Verse 31. You shall make a veil woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and fine woven linen. It shall be woven with an artistic design of cherubim. You shall hang it upon the four pillars of acacia wood overlaid with gold. Their hooks shall be gold upon four sockets of silver. And you shall hang the veil from the clasps. You shall bring the Ark of the Testimony in there behind the veil. The veil shall be a divider for you between the holy place and the most holy. You shall put the mercy seat upon the Ark of the Testimony in the most holy. The veil would be of the same material and design as the inner covering. It would have cherubim embroidered in it. No doubt it was beautiful to behold. The veil was supported from four pillars of acacia wood overlaid with gold. This divided the tabernacle into two sections. The most holy place was a perfect cube, 15 feet long, 15 feet wide, and 15 feet high. The holy place was 30 feet long, 15 feet wide, and 15 feet high. The veil would protect the priest from unauthorized entry into the most holy place where God dwelt above the mercy seat in a cloud. If they went in there without authorization, they would die. Only once a year on the Day of Atonement was the high priest allowed to come through the veil into the most holy place. This was a constant reminder of the separation between God in his holiness and man in his sinfulness. A very significant event happened at the moment Christ died on the cross. The veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The separation between God and man is now done away with in Christ. The way has been opened for us to freely come into the very presence of God. The author of Hebrews encourages us in Hebrews 10, 19, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. The author of Hebrews equates the veil with the flesh of Jesus, and when his flesh was rent, so was the veil. Now, through the blood of Jesus, we have free access into the most holy place, into the very presence of God. What a great privilege we have been given to pass through the veil into God's presence. The author of Hebrews also says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. How many people are afraid to approach God? That is really tragic for God has done everything so that you may draw near to him with confidence 
if you are coming not on your own merit, but in the name of Jesus Christ, then the way has been cleared and your sins have been atoned for. We are free to enter his presence anytime we want to obtain his mercy and grace. Verse 35, you shall set the table outside the veil and the lampstand across from the table on the side of the tabernacle toward the south, and you shall put the table on the north side. Outside the veil in the holy place, the table of showbread was on the north or the right side as you would enter, and the lampstand was on the south or the left side. You shall make a screen for the door of the tabernacle woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen made by a weaver. And you shall make for the screen five pillars of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be gold and you shall cast five sockets of bronze for them. The door was a screen, not to be confused with a screen door. Rather, it was made of the same linen material as the inner covering and veil. However, it did not have the cherubim embroidered in it. This would keep curious onlookers from peering into the tabernacle. How blessed we are to live under the new covenant where Christ, our high priest, has opened the way for us. Let us often draw near to God into the most holy place. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. We'd really love to hear from you. Tomorrow, we'll move outside the tent and into the court where we will see the one requirement for a person to approach God. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Exodus on Simply the Bible. 